Well, listen, listen, why don't you start uh, helping us out in the kitchen? All right. Uh, you can start by sticking your face in, 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 in the freezer and making us some ugly
Hey, 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 it's Junkman right here at Junkman Radio. Welcome to it. I don't know what happened right there. Kind of smacked right into the next song. Who knows what's happening, but uh, hey, again, <laughs> greetings to you all. Back uh, to annoy you for the next uh, three hours or so. I being Junkman, your happy host, your uh, purveyor of uh, all kinds of rock and things like that and tunes that you love and adore and don't even know it. Again, glad to be here, back behind the microphone, courtesy of our good friends at Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, California. Dollhutstudios.com is the website. If you want to peruse, obviously you have because you're hearing me right now. But uh, again, it's uh, it's good to be uh, here uh, blasting out the tunes. And hope you guys are uh, in for a fun-filled day today. There's a lot going on, man. I just got back from Las Vegas where there was a killer, killer festival in uh, called the Las Rages Festival. And uh, some great, great performances. Headlined, of course, by uh, Las Vegas' own Five Finger Death Punch, who put on their great show. Very, very blue-collar rock band, all about the average American worker, um, military member, that type. And uh, they, they always put on a great show. But what I loved, and a lot of people really, really, really got into, was the uh, appearance of Judas Priest on the second stage and just completely kicked some ass. It was awesome. Love, uh, love the, the classic Judas Priest lineup, now revamped. But check it out. As uh, a lot of you people know about Judas Priest, uh, their guitar player, Glenn Tipton, unfortunately had to... Uh, to retire from the road due to the fact that he's he's contacted Parkinson's disease. But they brought him back for the encore, which was awesome. And he played live on stage. And uh, it just it kicked some ass. And it was awesome. And everybody was happy, including yourself. But uh, a lot of other performances that, that went on that really, really uh, rocked the place. I mean, uh, uh, I think of Anaheim's own New Year's Day. They put on a great performance. In, in this moment, a great one. And I'll be writing that up for a website called knac.com, who I've been working for for quite some time. And uh, in a few days, you'll be able to see that on their website. But uh, right now, we're right here. We're on Junk Band Radio. And I'm going to play some tunes that you're going to love. We're going to talk about them. And I hope you like them. It's a band that I love, as you know. Anybody that knows me and knows I'm all about these guys. They have a brand new record out called Eight. And we're going to be getting to that. But right now, we're going to go back to the American Dream record. And a song that I love to start the show with because it just gets us in that frame of mind what I'm talking about here at Junkman Radio. This is Little Caesar and Hard Rock Hell. You're listening to Junkman on Junkman Radio.
baby. Yeah. Love the way Josh Todd just does that. Yeah. <laughs> Junkman Radio with Junkman, your happy host here, and uh, blasting out the tunes for you today. That's Buck Cherry going back to their second record and riding. Love it. Just get you fired up as uh, music is supposed to do, especially stuff like that. So I got a little fired up music set for you to start the show. Buck Cherry with Ryden. They're uh, they're actually on the road again. They're going on the road again as Buck Cherry. For those that may not know, there's been some member lineup changes in that band, and it's it's Stevie and uh, Stevie D and uh, and our good friend Josh Todd with some new members of the band, and they're going out on the road with Lit and a couple other bands too, which ought to be fun. So they always put on a great live show. Good guys too. Love Buck Cherry for that ACDC giving the dog a bone. Little number from the Back in Black record that uh, I actually got to play that song a couple of weeks ago, along with uh, my girlfriend and her band, as to back me up at this uh, benefit that I do every year. I'm the MC of Metal Jam, which is a, a big metal jam, basically for uh, uh, for autism awareness. And I've been the MC and hosted that for about 15 years, and I got to go out and play drums on that, and her. And her band got to be the band. So we played that number. And another one, another ACDC tune. But uh, that one, of course, uh, Giving the Dog a Bone. Some great lyrics on that. See if you can figure out what that one's all about. But anyway, it was always for a good cause. And uh, MetalJam.org for more information about that. It's uh, it's always a good cause for uh, helping out people with autism and things like that. So, played that. ACDC just had that... That guitar riff in my mind all day. Don't know why. Just had it. For that, a great band out of Philadelphia that unfortunately is not together again, but there is, uh, there's, there, there's, there's things going on. I'll tell you about it. That was Silver Tide, and the song was called Mary Jane. And I dedicated that out to all the uh, people that really had a good time on 420, a.k.a. Weed Smokers United. <laughs> that one's for you, of course, Mary Jane, the name of the song. And Silver Tide, a killer band, again, out of Philadelphia. They broke up, I believe, around 2004, 2005, maybe later than that, maybe a couple years. But I got a chance to see them a couple times, and I was blown away how great this band is. They came out with a great record, and that was it. But they have resurfaced a couple of the members, Nick Perry, guitar player, great guitar player, and Walt Lafty, the singer, have resurfaced along with their sometime bass player, Brian Weaver, as a new band called Underground Thieves, and they're going to be hitting the road. And they, they, they promised to do some, some, um, some Silver Tide material too. So really looking forward to seeing those guys live. They're, they're going to be coming at a bunch of towns. So check out Underground Thieves. they got some music coming out, some new original music as well, and I promise I will be playing them here on Junk Band Radio because I'm all about those guys. Just killer stuff. Little Caesar started things out. My boys. And uh, Hard Rock Hell. A great song to start the show out with. Just get you in that frame of mind. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, me. I'm always in that frame of mind when I'm ready to rock you guys. And I know that there's so many different ways of doing it. But that band right there consistently comes out and gets me fired up. And they're good buddies. And they're going to be on the show too because they got a brand new record. And I already talked to them. We're going to get this happening very soon. So be prepared for that. Be prepared for this too. Hailstorm, 
Oh, yeah. Hitting the road, too. I'm going to go see him this weekend in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And I'll be telling you all about that. But this one, another one that will get you fired up and ready to roll. So you want to roll with me? Huh? Hunky Junkies jerking Jamboree having a good time. This one's Love Bites. So do I. It's Junkman Radio with Hailstorm. <laughs> Face in the cold and they feel the fire Can you feel the fire? 
friends junk man radio me junk man and uh cruising through a beautiful beautiful junk day <laughs> that my friends is a band called laid law and a song called swan song 
tribute to Led Zeppelin. I guess you figured that it was a tribute to Led Zeppelin, judging by the lyrics and the, the riff and everything like that. But a nice job by uh, a band called Laidlaw from their Foam Box Sessions release from, oh, God, it was way back. That was probably about 15 years ago. The band does not exist anymore, but really good guys that are still playing in different forms here and there. But they're old buddies of mine, and I always loved that song. Just the way they, they were able to put together Led Zeppelin lyrics. And I was thinking a little Zeppelin this weekend. I don't know why. Just, you know, it's Led Zeppelin, dude. Do I need to say? <laughs> it just hits you. Bam, there it is. Also, the fact I was thinking about Robert Plant is is touring again. And he's out on the road. He's going to be playing the Bourbon and Beyond Festival coming up in September, I do believe, in Louisville, Kentucky. And he'll be playing there with his band, doing his uh, his new music, and he's he's awesome. I love what he does. I'm glad that he's decided not to go and try to resurrect all the Led Zeppelin songs and do it because you know what? Let it be. Let it be. It did what it did, and he's he's wise enough to know that it can never be recreated to his standards, and that's an awesome thing. You know, let him move on and do some stuff. There's plenty of people, oh, you know, I can believe Led Zeppelin's around. And then, you know what? Shut the fuck up. It's Rob Plant's band. And I, I'm glad he's got the integrity to grow older graciously and try some new things, which I think he's awesome. I love what he does. So anyway, that's that. Uh, before Laidlaw went way back in time as well. I did some old ones from uh, Driving and Crying. Great band. I believe they were out of North Carolina. I may be mistaken, but a great song called Fly Me Courageous. And you heard that song a lot in the late 90s, all over the place. It got some radio airplay. Cover bands were playing it. It's just, it was one of those cool riffs. I got to see them at a place called Bogarts in Long Beach a long time ago. And I still remember just about the whole set, the singer and guitar player were just staring into a strobe light. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, and I'm wondering, how the hell did they get out of that thing without being completely blind? But who knows? They might have been blinded on something else. You never know. Fly Me Courageous, the name of that song, from Driving and Crying. For that, I played Volbeat and Guitars, Gangsters, and Cadillac Blood. Just a one, just, I love Volbeat. Band from Denmark that kicks ass wherever they go, and a great song. And I started that song out with uh, another band that just blows my mind, and yours as well, I'm sure, is Hailstorm. If you don't know who they are, go check them out. Go see them live. You'll be a fan. And that one right there, Love Bites, and so do I. I've been told that. <laughs> I'm a biter, folks. That's right. Put a muzzle on me. But uh, maybe not. I don't know. Hey, I'm Junkman having a blast playing out the tunes that I love to play for you, turn you on to things that uh, I would hope that you are appreciating. You can always uh, find me right here in the Doll Hut Studios. Dollhutstudios.com. It's a great place to be. And I'm telling you, they got recording, they have broadcasting, they have rehearsal space, everything. And the world-famous Doll Hut, the bar, the club, the legend, Right across the parking lot. Very cool. Also very cool is the fact that Stone Temple Pilots are back. I'm looking forward to seeing them again down in Jacksonville, Florida at the at the Welcome to Rockville Festival. And uh, this particular one is from their brand new release with their new singer, Jeff Gutt. 
who I really, really like. I think he's got a really good vibe and kicks ass, and you're going to know what I'm talking about right about now. So I'm going to play something off the brand-new Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots is the name of the brand-new release as well. It's the second time they've come out with a record with just the name of the band. But this one's from 2018, so it's brand-new. Stone Temple Pilots, the song is called Guilty. You listen to Junk Man on Junk Man Radio.
yeah, baby. <laughs> Velvet Revolver on Junkman Radio with uh, that song. It's called Slither. That'll get you fired up. Again, I keep saying fired up because that's exactly what I have in mind for you guys. Every single show. Getting you fired up in a big way. All right? That one will definitely do it. Velvet Revolver. Of course, the band with the late, great Scott Weiland on the vocals along with the former members of Guns N' Roses. And I guess you could say present members of Guns N' Roses. Slash and Duff. Maybe Matt Sorum sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, that song uh, right there, again, Slither from their first, and uh, yeah, they had two releases, I do believe, but that was from the first one, of course, before Scott Weiland completely lost his mind and continued to do so on and off until his untimely death. But I remember when that band started, it, it started out, at, there, was a, there was a memorial service at the Key Club in Hollywood, another club that doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately, and they did it for for Randy Castillo, who was a great drummer with a lot of bands, including Motley Crue, Lita Ford, and many, many, many more, but just a really good guy. And Randy died of cancer a number a number of years ago. And they did a memorial service for him where a lot of people got together and jammed. And at the end of it, well, actually, not the end of it, but I mean, kind of close through the set, the, the stage appeared, this band. And the band was the first time that Slash and Duff and Matt from Guns N' Roses had all played together. And they were joined on stage by Keith Nelson and Josh Todd from Buck Cherry, who hadn't appeared together as a while either. They'd been broken up. And the combined forces put more energy in this place. It, the place was electric. I can't begin to tell you how much excitement there was in this room when those guys got together and everybody looked at each other and went all right yeah this is this is exactly what needs to be done unfortunately things didn't work out with Keith and Josh with those particular guys but Keith and Josh from Buck Cherry decided to put together Buck Cherry and became very successful with their next record that they came out called 15 which had all the hits, Crazy Bitch and all those other ones that just blew people's mind and they became very, very successful, as did Velvet Revolver, who decided on Scott Weiland, who had left the Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, it sounds like a soap opera, but in a lot of ways, it really is. And of course, um, Scott just couldn't get his act together drug-wise, amongst other things, and started his own band and unfortunately passed away. I got to see him right before he died and talked with him for a while about things. And it was very, 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 very sad. But the fact is, he uh, he did what he wanted to do, and he went out on his own terms. I guess um, it just it was one of those things, just a, a rock and roll tragedy of which there's been way too many. But uh, nonetheless, Velvet Revolver, the way they came together was just wow. It was it was so exciting. I will never. I, I've been to many, many, many shows, but not as have felt that electricity in a club like I have felt that night. And I wrote about it once for KNAC.com. I wrote up that uh, particular thought and put it on their website. And just it was really hard to express into words how exciting that really was. And I hope you feel that at concerts because it's it's an amazing rush. I love it. All right, before that, I played another version of Stone Temple Pilots that unfortunately didn't last very long 
One EP was all we got out of Stone Temple Pilots collaborating with the late Chester Bennington from the band Lincoln Park as their singer. And I thought it was excellent. It was a five-song EP. Every song on it was terrific. I saw them live twice and was blown away by the performance. And I said, wow, this really works. It was just a great collaboration. And that song right there, Same on the Inside, it's just a, a, it's got a great lyrical content and just I, I love the song, and I thought I'd turn you guys onto it if you hadn't heard it already, or if you did and you liked it, well hey, there you are, Stone Temple Pilots with uh, with Chester Bennington, and of course I started things out with a brand new Stone Temple Pilots. That's right with their new singer Jeff Gutt, who uh, they had found him on an, um, I don't know one of those TV shows American Idol. I, I really don't know. I don't watch any of those things but you know he sounds like a great guy from i'm looking forward to seeing them live with the band i know many people have saw them when they did a couple of warm-up shows and they said he was awesome which i don't doubt at all otherwise they wouldn't have wouldn't have chosen to be their singer and uh jeff gut so go out and check it out the record's great that particular song right there was called guilty and i hope you enjoyed it all right, me being junk man, turning you on to cool tunes like this one right here. Another great band, Monster Magnet. This song is called Unbroken Hotel Baby. You're listening to me, junk man, on junk man radio. Love this. <laughs>
<laughs> Pissed off about that, baby. Junkman Radio and Texas Hippie Coalition, also known as THC, and pissed off. Not really. Nice bunch of guys, I got to say. <laughs> very, very happy dudes and looking forward to seeing them. That's another band that I'll be seeing this weekend down in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I will give you a full report. I promise you that on the big Welcome to Rockville Festival happening this weekend. But, yeah, great guys, great bunch of guys, Texas Hippie Coalition. Real good brothers, too. You know, I, years ago, I went to the Rocklahoma Festival in Oklahoma. Here's a nice little story for you, which I have lots. Get used to them. There happened to be a tornado right in the middle of the festival. Things got fucked up. I mean, two stages completely collapsed during the storm. Pretty frightening situation all the way around. And a lot of bands didn't get to play because of that, obviously, which, you know, it was a disaster. <laughs> uh, Texas Hippie Coalition had already done their set, but they were cool as hell to lend their their PA equipment and stuff to bands, and they set up a stage, a temporary stage, inside the beer tents, which hadn't been blown over. Amazing. <laughs> the stage is gone, but God forbid the beer tent's getting blown over. So they set up a stage for some of the bands that didn't get to play on the beer tent and lent them their equipment, which I thought was really, really awesome to do. They could have just bailed like a lot of other people did. But no, you know, so a bunch of good guys, especially singer Big Dad Rich, who I've had the pleasure to hang out with quite a few times. And he called Big Dad Rich for a reason. This boy, he's, he's a big Texas man. They make things bigger in Texas. Big Dad Rich is definitely one of them. Give you an example. Brought my buddy Pat. To, uh, to a show one time where they were playing, and we got to go hang out with Big Dad Rich for a bit. Now, Pat's a big boy, too. Pat is what's known as a 4XL size T-shirt. You know, Any of you guys know what T-shirt sizes are? You know what I'm talking about. A 4XL, it's a good-sized guy. Well, Big Dad Rich comes along, and Big Dad Rich happens to be sporting a 10XL size. That's how big he is. Referring to my friend as Lil Pat. I think for the first time in his life, he was known as that. But anyway, Big Dad Rich, a very, very big guy, but good to the last drop. Very, very cool guy. And always, always, always brings it live. So looking forward to seeing THC this weekend. Uh, before that, another great band that unfortunately doesn't exist, but one of these bands that just kind of just slipped through the mix, a band called Double Drive. The song was called Tattooed Bruise. I got to interview them way back in the day, maybe uh, late 90s. And they were opening up for Queensryche on this tour. And the singer Donnie and I got along very well, as well as the other guys. And just a bunch of really, really good guys. And a tune that they came out called Tattooed Bruise, which eh, gave it some airplay on KNAC.com. And I'm sure it still is getting some airplay here and there because it's just a good tune. But I thought I'd lay that one on you. For that Monster Truck, another great band that's out there live. Real 70s vibe to it. Kind of Southern Rocky, but they're from Canada. And a really, really cool band. And the song is called uh, Don't Tell Me How to Live from Monster Truck. And speaking of monsters, started the, sh the set out there with Monster Magnet, an unbroken hotel baby. Another one of my favorites from Monster Magnet, another great live band. See, you see where, see where I'm going with this stuff? All these people saying, oh, rock and roll is dead, man. You know what? Bullshit. Go out and see these great bands. There's tons of them, a lot more than even there used to be. But you got to go out and find them, man. It's not going to come to you anymore like 
brick and mortar radio used to. You know, we're not going to say, oh, this, is, this is all there is and go see them now. No, go see them because they're there. They're out there. They're all over the place. Just a little, uh, you know, info from your pal, Junk Man, here to give you what you need. Now, we're going to take a little left turn over here, playing some very, very heavy stuff for you. How about a little something on the lighter side, but just great musicianship from a cool band, another great live band to go see. This is a band called Dada. This one goes back, oh, about 20 years or so. Can't believe it's been that long, but just a great song. When I was working in the clubs in Orange County here, the, all the cover bands used to play this song. And I hope you dig it. This is called Dim from Dada on Junk Band Radio.
I really, really hope so. That's right. That uh, <laughs> junk man radio. And Avion, that's a little something on the lighter side, something I like to do every now and then just to stir things up, give you a little um, idea on some of the things that I want to do here on Junkman Radio. I know this is our third show, and I just want to give you an idea about how I'm going to open things up. I'm going to rock it hard. I'm going to rock it long. I'm going to give you some music that's not only just just full in-your-face rock and metally, but also some of the softer stuff with great harmonies that I love, love vocal harmonies as much as I like anything else in music. And uh, I'm going to give you some bands like that, you know. So that was uh, a band called Avion, which uh, came out of the the breakup of a band called the Tories that I really loved. They were a local L.A. band led by uh, singer Steve Bertrand, and he ended up, uh, after the Tories, who broke up, uh, he ended up forming that band called Avion. And that was actually a song that he recorded with the Tories. And then he redid it with Avion. It was called Would You Notice. Just a very, very cool tune all the way around. It's got great rock guitar, a killer, killer melody, and, of course, great vocals by Steve himself, which uh, it just, it's, it's just one of those things that I love and I want to turn you guys on to. And maybe you'll love it, too. Let me know. For that... Uh, what did we do? We did Seether and a song called Rise Above This. And then Seether is another one of those bands. They just kind of, they're not a metal band. They're not a, not a whatever band. You know, you can't really classify them. They do a lot of different stuff. But that particular song right there was one that I love called Rise Above This. And it's just got great vocal harmonies and a great power rock pop tune, whatever you want to call it. But I love it. And I wanted uh, I wanted you guys to love it too. For that another band similar in that vibe, Vertical Horizon, and the song was called "We Are." Very, very, very. A lot of overdubs going on in that record, but it's just it's just really cool. It's a great listen. It's one of those ones that you you can hear that song anywhere. You can hear it at Home Depot. You can hear it in the grocery store, and you can hear it in a club or in your car or whatever like that. It just makes you feel good, and that's what music's supposed to do, as far as I'm concerned. I started out with another song that uh, is very in that similar vein. So I did a whole, like, four in a row, and I might even continue. Who knows? I might just, you know, stay in left field over here for a little while and then drift my way back to center field. <laughs> you like that? The baseball reference? Uh, I played Dada starting that set out, set out with, and Dim, the name of that song. And again, I got to go back to send that out to all of my favorite uh, bands from Orange County and Long, Long Beach area that played that song so many nights when I was working in the nightclubs back in the day and uh, in the 90s, and the, everybody was playing that song. I just heard it just about every night that I was working, and it grew on me, and I love it. And they play a lot. They play a lot live. So Dada, the name of that band. <laughs> Dada, Dada, for you, Dada. Me, Junk Band, your happy host and MC here on Junk Band Radio. Hope you're loving it. I'm going to go with some more vocal stuff and continue on, so... Let's go back to the Lean Into It release from a band that uh, unfortunately just lost their drummer, Mr. Pat Torpy, just a couple of months ago. And they're still going to continue on with uh, with Matt Starr on drums. But uh, yeah, they got a new record, which uh, I will play something from. But right now I'm going to go into probably their, I believe this was their second record. Of course, Mr. Big is who I'm talking about. Eric Martin on the vocals. And this one's called Green Tinted 60s Mind. All about those 
B movies that used to see at the drive-in. If you were older like me, that went in the in the in the back in the day to see all those B movies at the drive-in or the or the or the matinee at your local theater on Saturdays, and they all had just kind of a green tint to the uh, to the movie itself, simply because they were probably put on really bad film to master it on. But that's what a this is song is about, and it's called Green Tinted Sixties Mind. This is Junk Band on Junk Band Radio with Mr. Big. Just woke up, but she 
inside yourself Praying to Jesus for something else Defeated and bitter, afraid to dance Too little, too late, much too much to ask Still depressed, I guess you just wallow till you
times like these you learn to love again It's times like these time and time again Thank you, Dave. Junkman Radio and the Foo Fighters. Times like these from the one-by-one release. That, my friends, is a kind of a... a What's the word I'm looking for? I'm looking for a prototype of some of the music that I really love to be able to turn you guys on to. That, uh, you know, in some formats, you just cannot do that. It's, it crosses the line, some things. And Foo Fighters is one of those bands that kind of bleeds from one to the other in terms of rock and pop and things like that. And that particular song right there, I just love. It's times like these from Foo Fighters, who, again, it's another one of those bands that's on the Great Big Festival, uh, the Welcome to Rockville Festival, which I will be attending this uh, coming weekend in Jacksonville, Florida, and giving you a full report. I guarantee this. But, yeah, the Foo Fighters are headlining the Sunday show, and there's just some serious talent going on. This next weekend, I'm really looking forward to that. So two weekends in a row, I got to go to big rock fest and write about it and photograph it and just document what's going on. And I'll let you all know what's happening with that. Uh, before that, another band that just it, it's one of those ones, you know, it's it's the they bridge the gap from so many different styles of music. Cheap Trick from their latest. And that song was called You Got It Going On. Another one of those ones that for some reason, radio just kind of ignored that. You know, their last record was just so good. And that one right there, the, the lead track, You Got It Going On from Cheap Trick. And they're still putting them out. They got another record in the can ready to roll. It should be out anytime soon. And they're touring, as you know, everywhere after all these years. So other bands that are putting out a record maybe every you know 10 years or five years or whatever they are, you know what? How about Cheap Trick? They're touring their asses off. They're older than you. They got better songs, and they keep putting them out one by one by one by one. I spoke with drummer Dax Nielsen, who's been their drummer for about eight years. And he's also the son of, of course, Rick Nielsen. He says, man, he goes, I'm trying to keep up with them. <laughs> These guys are, this is my dad, and I'm still trying to keep up with them. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. I love that. So, again, Dax and the guys are out there ripping it up. Another band that I love that you may have not have heard of, and I'm sure you didn't, but they're our back and they're putting together some new music. I talked about them on my first show. This band called Red 37. I spoke earlier about the Tories. Another member of the Tories, uh, J.J. Ferris, guitar player, he got to go out and sing lead on the on with this particular band, Red 37, along with Matt Nelson from the, yes, the infamous Nelson Brothers on bass and vocals. And Brian Dogboy Burwell on drums from another band called Neve, which, you know what? I should have put them in that set too, but I didn't. I'll play them again another time. But that song was called If You Try. Very upbeat, great vocal harmonies on it, killer guitar, just all the things that I love about a, a very, very well-crafted song. And that was from their their first release, of which I don't know if that's available outside of things like Spotify or whatever like that. I've looked for it before. I've got a copy of it that they gave me, but I've never seen it before. But I know that they're coming out with new stuff. And I know they've got a bunch of other songs that they recorded for that particular one, which they never put out. But I will have to contact them, tell them that I'm broadcasting them on Junk Band Radio and let them know. And uh, then I can get the skinny on what's going on with Red 37. But they're just a great band. 
And they, they, they took off for a while, and now they're back again. But good stuff. They toured with Sticks a number of years ago and played some shows, and I got to see them live as well as a couple of club shows that they did. And they're just they're outstanding musicians and songwriters and vocalists, all the things that make a great band in a three-piece. Awesome, huh? And I'm talking about the three-piece band, not the three-piece suit. For that, uh, Mr. Big. Yep, you know him, you love him. They can rock hard, they can rock soft, and they can put out a well-crafted song like that particular one. Green-tinted, 60s mind. Started the set out with that one from Mr. Big. Hey, I'm Junk Band, coming out with different things to play set-wise, and sometimes the sets flow into another. Sometimes they're just pretty random. But right now, I'm going to do something that I've always wanted to do. I'm going to do an instrumental set, a song of instrumental songs. Sound pretty, or a set of instrumental songs, I should say. And I hope you dig them. This particular one I've always loved. And it's credited to Stanley Clark. Stanley Clark is a jazz bassist, but started delving into rock and roll right around, I don't know, the late 70s. And what he did was uh, he contacted a couple of friends. There was, a, there was an ill-fated band that never really happened. And it was the great guitar player, Jeff Beck, along with uh, bassist uh, um, Tim Bogert and Carmine Apiece. They actually came out with a couple of records as Beck, Bogert, and Apiece. But they were coming out with a new a new band. I guess Tim Bogert, for one reason or another, just did not, he just did not uh, become part of this particular trio. And Stanley Clark, the incredible bass player, decided to uh, to get together with these two gentlemen. And it's just awesome. This used to be the theme for the old show Night Flight, which you used to be able to see on, uh, I don't know, local cable television or regular. And they used to play videos back before MTV was in. And they're back, by the way, too. Night Flight is back. And I remember they used to have this DJ out of New York named Allison Steele, who was known as the Nightbird. And she was a big influence on my broadcast career because I used to listen to her all the time. And uh, this particular song was the was the theme song. And it's Jeff Beck, Stanley Clark, and my buddy Carmine Apiece, drummer extraordinaire and good friend. And this one's called Rock and Roll Jelly. So crank it. I'm going to do a little instrumental set of some of my favorites right here. This one included, of course, starting it out, Rock and Roll Jelly from Stanley Clark. It's, it's, it's attributed to... So crank it up. It's Junk Band Radio.
That's right, baby. <laughs> Had to cut it off somehow. I don't know why that happened. Hey, Junkman with Junkman Radio, wrapping up a set of instrumental tunes, mostly guitar-related because, you know, hey, it's rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? That one right there was Def Leppard and Switch 625, suggested to me by a very dear friend, and reminded that uh, today is the, the late guitar player for Def Leppard, Steve Clark, Steve Steeman Clark, that is, who is featured all over that song. That's uh, his birthday today. So a belated uh, after-the-fact birthday. Happy birthday to Steve Clark from Def Leppard. Switch 625, the name of that instrumental. Wrapping up a set of instrumental tunes. Uh, before that, the great Joe Satriani, and If I Could Fly, a very controversial song in some Areas. I mean, not only is it just a beautiful melody, great work on the guitar, as always, by Joe and the guys. But a couple of years later after that song, maybe two, three years later after that song was released, the popular band Coldplay came out with a song which won a Grammy, I do believe. But it basically ripped off that entire song and put words to it. Like the entire song, note for note, if you listen to it, the name of whatever they call it. I don't even know what the name was because Coldplay, I could take them or leave them, whatever. They're, they are who they are, but just not for my show. Um, yeah, they took that song, and it's unbelievable. And I believe Joe sued them, and I think they settled out of court about that, and rightly so, suing them. Because it's a total ripoff of not only the melody in so many ways, uh, it just it was incredible. And the fact that they won a Grammy on top of that for that song, <laughs> unbelievable. So anyway, the song was called If I Could Fly, and that was Joe Satriani. For that, Vinnie Moore. Vinnie Moore, an incredible guitar player, and currently the guitar player of the latter-day version of UFO. And that song is called Meltdown. Just a, a really cool trio. I saw him play that one time at the NAM convention, the National Association of Music Merchants, and I believe for the recording on that, it's him and uh, I believe the, the drummer Joe Franco who used to be the drummer for um, um, the Good Rats, when the Good Rats were a band out of New York that were just all over the place back then. And have put out some great records, of which I will be playing here on Junkman Radio. I guarantee you. I got a few of them to play. So anyway, Vinnie Moore with Meltdown right there. Just a great song. And Stanley Clark, of course, as I mentioned before, started things out with Rock and Roll Jelly, featuring Jeff Beck, on the guitar, and Carmine Apiece on the drums. So I hope you dug that. Another set of instrumental music. And I got plenty more of them, man. I got I got so much music to shove right up, you guys. It's incredible. And they'll be going on from show to show. I'll be playing all kinds of stuff. But every now and then I come up with a mood, let's, hey, let's play a set of this stuff. You know, there's other DJs that do that, that that's all they do. But every now and then I'll come up with an idea and I'll think, hey, let's try this, you know? And I came up with another great idea. All right, I'm a longtime radio listener and a record store geek, like a lot of you guys, me being junk man, in case you're wondering, just... Who the hell is this guy? And there was a lot of records that I used to listen to, um, you know, on the radio, 70s and 80s and 60s and 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever, that, you know, they were on there, they got some play, and then immediately they were disappeared and to never be heard from again. So I'm going to play a set of some bands and some songs that maybe got maybe one or two or three hits that were played, and then you just never heard from them again. 
What happened to those guys? And I'm going to start it out with uh, this particular band by the name of Shooting Star. Shooting Star was a band out of Kansas City that had about three or four radio hits. And they were touring all over the place. I saw them open up for, God, I don't even remember, back in the day. And uh, recently, their guitar player, Van McLean, just uh, passed away. And uh, I'm going to play this particular one because I remember when I was, uh, uh, maybe maybe this might have been 1982, maybe, or 81 when this record came out. And I just moved to uh, Southern California. And this song used to get me fired up quite a bit. It's called Breakout from Shooting Star right here on Junk Band Radio.
can go back that far billy satellite the name of the band and the song was called satisfy me oh yeah very few that i can think of can uh, can remember that tune although you never know you know if you guys are listening and uh, digging it you're just saying god i love that song good me too loved it since the day the minute that i heard it all right, wrapping up a set, an extended set, because I kept finding more songs that I wanted to play that went into that, uh, of songs that were, they came out in the 1980s, like the early 80s, and it were big, huge hits on radio, and then the band was never heard from again. I don't understand why. It's just kind of the way things go. Maybe you might have heard them from them again, maybe in, in not so you know, maybe in a, you might have seen them in a small club or something like that, but never approaching the level of a of a hit record. Now, I felt like I was working at a radio station like in Los Angeles. It would have been KMET back then that would have played it, or in Cleveland, WMMR would have definitely played all those songs because they were that was the place where they they broke so many bands back when radio was just king and FM radio especially. Uh, was just breaking bands like that big time and getting a big airplay and there was a lot of all kinds of stuff going on live concerts and it was just it was just a really 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 fun time for any of you kids that missed out on that I feel really sorry for you but for those of us that really got to experience it with great new music you know you would hear something new and you'd go out to the record store and you would buy that record and then you would you know I was working in as a club DJ back then in a rock and roll club and I could always play that stuff. You know, and it was great. And then the bands would learn it, and you wouldn't play it anymore, and the band would be playing it. So it was awesome. So Billy Satellite, a, a big part of that right there, would satisfy me, the name of that song. For that, Slade. Now, Slade came out of the early 70s British glam era. You know, they were they were right there with David Bowie and uh, bands like that, you know, David Bowie and and T-Rex and things like that. But they came along in the 80s. They hadn't been heard from in a long time. And all of a sudden, they came out with this great record. And that song was called Run, Runaway. Lots of drum machine on there. And then they did a ballad called My Oh My. And that was it. You never heard from Slade again. But they were they were a great band out of, Brit- out of uh, Great Britain. Run, Runaway, the name of the song, from Slade. For that, Donnie Iris. Yes, that guy. Donnie Iris looked like a really geeky 
kind of a Buddy Holly looking type of dude out of Cleveland once again. Let's talk about WMMR, Cleveland. And that song was called Love is Like a Rock. That was his second big hit. The first one was a song by the called Aaliyah. We all remember that song, don't we? Aaliyah. You still hear it every now and then on the quote-unquote oldies radio stations or when any of these uh, quote-unquote radio stations decide to go through their old catalog and play them for a weekend, usually on a holiday weekend. So that one, uh, Love is Like a Rock with, again, great big background drums and vocals, very similar to the Run Runaway one by Slade that uh, went after that. Another band, Point Blank, late 70s. These guys were getting all kinds of press. They were a band. They came out of the Southern Rock thing, you know. They were big, and they they got uh, big money to sign record labels, but they just never went anywhere. They came out with a few records, and that was it. That was all over. But they had a great singer by the name of Bubba Keith at the time. And that one right there, real bluesy song called Nicole. And every time my friends named Nicole, I know quite a few of them, I would always play them those songs. And they were like, well, I never knew that song existed. Well, you know, it was a, it was a semi-big radio hit for a little while, but a cool one. For that, a band, I have no idea where they're from. I didn't really look it up, but a band called Coney Hatch, C-O-N-E-Y, Hatch, the second word. And the song was called Devil's Deck. Never heard of it before until I started working in a radio or in a record store back in the day. And some guy came in, hey man, you got the you got Devil's Deck by by Coney Hodge. It rules. I'm like, I never heard of it. So I decided to make a point of listening to it, which I did all the time. And I went, hey, cool tune. Heard it a few times in the radio, and that was it. Done. Never heard from again. But a great song nonetheless. And Devil's Deck by Coney Hatch. And started out as I told you before with Shooting Star out of Kansas City, and uh, Devil's Deck, I'm sorry, (laughs) Breakout, the name of the song, Breakout, by Shooting Star, and of course our condolences to the guys in Shooting Star on the loss of uh, Van McLean, who was their guitar player and singer and uh, songwriter, I guess, with a lot of things, and he just passed away just recently, about a month ago, but uh, hey, you know. Put out some great music, and they had you know they had about three or four hits on the radio, and then again, didn't hear from them again. I used to see them all all the time, opening up for bands back in the late seventies, and all of a sudden disappeared. So that's what it is. One band that I could tell you is back and really kicking some ass. I went to see them the other night, and they completely blew my mind. I was at the at the Las Rages Festival out in. Las Vegas was a great rock festival. They had a whole lot of stuff going on with great bands, new and old. And, of course, the classics headlined the second stage, which was headlining the second stage at this particular festival was the great Judas Priest who were making their way around the neighborhood. They're actually in Los Angeles tonight, and they were in Los Angeles last night. And they just brought it. I mean, just kicked serious ass. And if anybody knows about Judas Priest, you know that uh, their guitar player, as uh, Glenn Tipton, has been afflicted with, with Parkinson's disease and had to retire from the road. Well, guess what, kids? They brought him back in for the encores. They did three encores, and it was awesome. He came up and played three songs, and it was just it was great to see the, the crowd give him lots and lots of love. Deservedly so. And the band just sounds great. Just killer. 
and kicked ass. They got a great new record. They're uh, they're doing all kinds of press. And again, just just cool stuff with Judas Priest is what I'm talking about. That's right, the metal gods themselves. And uh, again, they just sounded so good, so wonderful. And so we're going to play a little Judas Priest here for you. How's that sound? Sound pretty good to me? I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> so let's uh, let's crank it up a little bit. They did uh, this one as one of the encores. So let's crank up the, the serious tunage by uh, Judas Priest. All right. It's me, Junkman, and I'm going to uh, say good day to you all, or good night, good afternoon, wherever you might be. And hope you enjoyed the show today. I'll be back again with another Junkman Radio, Volume 4. Leaving you with some Judas Priest, as promised. This is Living After Midnight. It's Junkman Radio. Let's count it off together, shall we? One, two, one, two, fuck you.
that way. Don't